what's good people who live in the world and out of the world positive vibes from this side of the earth as always y'all know what it be and what it is now this is the first official black market podcast Woo! um you know it's just something i decided to do because there's so much going on in the world that i feel like you know we all have an opinion on and our opinion may not be heard or whatever the case may be so that's why i took the time out to you know find a way to create a podcast to you know create a voice the voice may not be heard you know of many right now but it sure will if we keep putting this energy out in the world then you know we'll receive some back but um this podcast is going to serve just as like a, a platform you know it's kind of like a no holds barred um whatever you feel whatever you want to talk about you know i don't want to put any caps on anything like we can talk about anything you know um this this podcast is mostly for millennials but um whoever's listening i mean that being you know i don't discriminate males females um whatever you know but i want to start off today's first podcast with the subject slash topic of millennials um if you don't know what millennials are um i'll just break it down to you with a quick definition give me one sec So y'all, a millennial, also known as Generation Y or Gen Y, are the demographic cohort following Generation X. So Generation X is the previous generation to um, Generation Y. Um, Preceding Generation Z, researchers and popular media typically used the early 90s excuse me the early 80s as starting birth years and the mid 90s to early 200 as ending birth years so um so i think it starts with the 80s i think if you were born in the 80s and up if not, you know, I'll correct it later. But anyway, so uh, millennials, um, I don't know if you guys listen to similar podcasts or you know, other podcasts where, um, you know, people talk about millennials or whatever. If you haven't heard this term, you're hearing it now. And uh, reason being why this term is used is to uh, basically differentiate the generation type of generation the um you know basically yeah just to put us all in a classification of um, you know our age and whatever we come before after you know all that good stuff but um i've heard a lot of stuff about millennials which includes me as a millennial um you know it's been a lot of talk about how uh, us as millennials 
aren't picking up the mantle, you know, aren't taking charge. And the previous generations before us, you know, they worked hard and they, uh, you know, put a lot towards to what we have now. And um, I basically just want to, you know, touch on it and kind of give you guys my perspective, um, you know, on what millennials job slash place is in this world so that was the topic um if you guys don't follow me on uh my instagram page which is black market or at black market 0275 um i posted the topic on my story you know i just thought it would be the right topic to start off the podcast but um from my personal opinion you know on me, me being a millennial, uh, I just feel like, you know, uh, I don't want to say we, we, uh, we messed up the world, not, you know, mess up the world, nor did we not, you know, pick up the mantle, I just feel like, uh, we're kind of the, we're smarter, not harder generation, and I say this because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, millennials out there, you know, making money in different ways. And, you know, I always say money is power, fame is power. So it's a lot of people, a lot of millennials out there, you know, you know, doing things different. They might not acquire the skill, the skill set or the skill base of, you know, working your fingers to the bone, you know, and, you know, just working yourself because you can't work no more. I feel like we definitely found a way to, you know, an innovative way to, to, um, you know, make money in a sense, like, you know, get, catch the bag, what people say. So I, I applaud us on that. Like, that's, that's cool. I'm glad that we're able to do that. You see a lot of YouTubers uh, making money, making big money. You see a lot of uh, people putting their music up, finding different ways to get themselves out there, which I applaud, like I said. But um, we also, with the good, there is also bad. We do have a lot of uh, millennials out here that will basically do anything to get famous so which goes into like hurting themselves or you know uh, displaying negativity but trying to do it in a positive way if that makes sense but you know it's just the fact that you know our previous generation is looking at us and they're kind of like looking at us I mean, there's different opinions of how we operate, us millennials operate. Like, I've heard a lot of, uh, we're not doing our job, we're not taking advantage. I hear a lot of that, and uh, I agree slash disagree in some ways. I feel like, uh, as a millennial, or, you know, as a millennial looking at my other my brothers and sisters of my generation a lot of us live our lives unaware and um you know
know, we feel like that's okay. And I mean, in some sense, I understand, you know, you want to live in a world of positivity where you don't see the negative. There's some people out there like that, but me, I got to live aware. I got to know what's around me. I got to know what potentially hurt me or potentially be a threat to my life or to my situation. And, you know, to live unaware to me is ignorant. It's living in ignorance. Because if you're not aware of, if you're not aware of, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and etc., etc., you're not building yourself up, you know. Um, recently, recently, uh, you guys heard of Nipsey Hussle, um, the murder of Nipsey Hussle, you know, RIP to Nipsey Hussle. Um, what we, you know, a lot of people didn't know is that this guy was like very motivational. He was very intellectual, you know. He was on a higher path of thinking. His job just wasn't music to him. It was, you know, changing his community. You know, and that's what I like. And that's what a lot of people are like liking about Nipsey Hussle, if you didn't know. Um, but the thing is, when he passed away, um, a lot of people, uh, you know, tend to grasp, grasp the um, the concept and I'm not saying it's never too late but um, we gotta get we gotta get aware we gotta be aware and we gotta live a life of awareness because it shouldn't me personally thinking it shouldn't take somebody to die or pass away to want to do better you know to put the right message out and to uh, improve the world we live in shouldn't have to wait till somebody who was of significance to the situation pass away like I, I feel like we shouldn't wait till then we should be proactive you know definitely um carry on his mantle and what he was trying to put forth but uh, also you know continue that you know don't let it just be a moment of uh revelation don't let it be just a period, a moment, a, you know, just just a hint of revelation. Let it continue on, so on and so forth, because I don't want to say this, you know, and it may sound wrong, but it, it's, li- it's the life we live in. A lot more people are going to die for the right cause, you know, so I'd rather, I'd rather personally die doing something right and for my people and for the generation I live in, rather than trying to just be a, uh, you know, just be, uh, the, just have fame and just do dumb things with it, you feel me, like, I felt like Nipsey Hussle, you know, did what he, did what he had to do, grind, hustle, get to where he was with his music, but didn't let it stop at his music, um, he took it way way beyond his music so he started with his community which is cool and you know that's that's one of the interests that I share with him like you know I want to I want to do the things I love to do but also take it beyond there spread 
the wealth, spread the love, spread the knowledge, spread the wisdom, all that. And I feel like we should all be on that. Um, I feel like as millennials, you know, um, we definitely do get looked down upon. So I'm not saying that we have to prove anything to anybody, but we definitely have to look out for each other because it's only you they can make a change you know uh, it's you know nobody sometimes you gotta look at it like okay nobody is listening to me now you know you hustle you get the attention of the crowd and you, you keep the attention of the crowd but you spread something to where it's planting a seed in everybody so when this seed grows you know they'll they'll spread seeds and you know, so on and so forth. So we got to do things in a way where we can spread. You know, it's not it's not just about you. I never I never seen the point of one person one person gaining all this fame and this money and this fortune, and you don't want to spread it. I always say. Um, What's, what's success without company? Because if I'm sitting at the top looking down on everybody else, it gets lonely, it gets boring. I would love to see other people successful. You know, when I get successful and when I get to where I want to be in life, the first thing I want to do is, you know, find somebody I can, you know, pour it into. Like, okay, this is what I did. So let me give you a piece of that and let me see you spread you know because like I said if, if we don't build each other up and we're watching others breaking down and from inside looking out it, it, it sucks but you know if we change our mindset and think on a higher scale of thinking you know wanting more than you know, to catch the bag or to, you know, get the car we want or, you know, live that certain lifestyle that we want to live. It's, it's more to life than that, you know? And if we don't help each other to achieve that, then what are we here for? So, I mean, that's just my thoughts. Um, and, you know, I would definitely like to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, Maybe when this podcast, this podcast, excuse me, gets a little bit of, you know, a little bit of clout, we can start getting callers, you know, people who want to call and, you know, share their opinions on the topic we have, you know, that would definitely help, you know, call and respond to you. know, it'll, it'll happen soon, you know, we'll get some people in there, you know. That's personally, um, my my thoughts is what a millennial you know should be doing or where our minds should be set but um guys you know this is the first podcast you know you know shout out to me I went out of here um I, I don't know how often I'm going to do them um it seems pretty easy 
on here and talk for 15 minutes or more. But um, like I said, I definitely want this to build um, and get more more viewers and more listeners and all that. So we can definitely have conversations and discussions because uh, I'm like the debate king. Feel me? You know, if I disagree with you or, you know, I want to say my opinion or you disagree with me, I'm definitely going to debate you. Feel me? That's just how I am. You know, a lot of people that know me know that I'm a very opinionated person. And I was thinking, you know, what's the best way to do this? You know, to get other people's opinions. And it's not only about debating for me, but just, you know, seeing how other people think and uh, why they think that way. So, you know, this is definitely a way I can touch with y'all or, you know, spark different interests and different conversations and different discussions. So, you know, um, we're going to definitely continue this. This is the first. It won't be the last. Um, I want y'all to stay safe, stay blessed. Um, if you haven't already, um, subscribe to, uh, Black Market YouTube channel, which is Black Market 275, we got some dope content, comedy, if you like that, and it's really off the charts, y'all, it's funny, it may not have a cloud of views that you expected to have, but it's some funny stuff on there, so, um, like I said earlier, follow me on Instagram, just to be updated on what's going on with Black Market. Um, like the latest Black Market news, we got short videos on there. Um, you know, we, we got a couple of prototypes. You know, more stuff will be coming out, but you know, money gotta come with it. And uh, me and money don't get along like that. Anyway, y'all, um, uh, follow Black Market at Black Market at zero two. On Instagram, and I believe it's Twitter as well. The same as Instagram. Uh, I haven't made a Facebook page yet. I know we have a Twitch account, which is Black Market. It's either 275 or 0275, y'all. Reason being why there's 275 or 0275, that's my favorite number. A lot of people got the favorite number 1532164. But me, I'm different, 275, whichever one, but y'all, I'm gonna close this out, um, y'all have a blessed night, you know, uh, if you do, uh, so happen to listen to this podcast and want to share your thoughts, you can always DM me on the back market page, or, um, I'll just be posting, uh, polls, or, you know, the questions for me on Instagram just to kind of, you know, get your guys' opinion on what topics should I be talking about or, you know, or whatever sparks your interest. So just let me know, y'all. Y'all can hit me up. Hit me up. I'm available. You feel me? So, uh, like I said, once again, y'all have a blessed night. Um, and y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Peace to the east. What's good, people who live in the world and out of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth, as always. I hope y'all are having a good start of your week. 
first and foremost, I just want to thank y'all for listening to my first podcast last week, A Millennial's Mission. Um, I appreciate the listeners out there. And hopefully soon I can get y'all to input your own opinions and feature on this podcast because I would love to hear somebody's voice rather than mine. But um, anyway, today, y'all, for the second podcast, we're going to touch on something that's a little bit touchy. You know, um, we didn't have good ones. We didn't have bad ones. We didn't have better ones. We didn't have worse ones. And those are relationships, y'all. Um, I was thinking about just, you know, touching on, you know, relationships as in dating, um, male and female but I think I want to go into different types of relationships like friendships um other things whatever y'all let's go let's go deep under the surface let's go beneath the surface y'all because I like to get to the nitty-gritty I don't know about y'all but I like to get to the nitty-gritty so um let's start with friendships so um everybody everybody i hope and i pray got friends in this world um you know we have our 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 tight-knit friends that you know we hang out with majority of the time um we got our uh you know our friends that you know we see every once in a while we may not talk to every day but we catch up um and we also have those friends those catch-up friends it's like okay you know what's good bro i haven't seen you in a minute you know uh let's let's get some lunch or something let's 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 get something but um and we also have acquaintances so and um we have potential i say potential friends too so y'all um i'm pretty sure we got at least one of these type of friendships in our life and um my question to y'all I want y'all to think of is how how much or how well do you value your friends take a minute let that simmernate let it marinate and simmer at the same time let it simmernate you know just think about that how well do you value your friends now, question two, another one to think about. How well do you think your friends value you? Now, I hope y'all, I hope y'all thinking about this because when you really sit down and ask yourself a question and you look and you assess the situation, you're like, oh, wow, damn. How well do I value my friends? Um, so me personally, if you know me, if you're one of my friends and you know me well, um, over the years, I value my friends a lot. You know, I value them to the point where, you know, they can call me for anything, you know, um, I'm pretty much always there. I'm always available unless my phone is off. A nigga didn't pay his phone bill. But, 
you know, I value my friends like I would want them to value me because we never know what position, you know, we're going to be in or what's going to happen to us or, you know, even we don't know. So, I mean, the way you treat people in this world is how you ultimately want to be treated. That's how I think. So when I have my friends, my homies, they know who they are, you know, I treat them with the utmost respect. You know, we have our jokes here and there, uh, but we stay respectful to each other. We stay true with each other. And these are the type of friends um, that if I tell you something, you know, personally, or if I, you know, check you on something or put you in your place, you're not going to get mad. Or you should respect when I put you in your place. Or if you out of line and I tell you you out of line, you should respect that. Um, I personally feel like if if you can't do that with your, your friends, your close-knit friends, like, yo, I think that was out of line or you shouldn't have did that. Or you can't pull somebody to the side and talk to them, then you need to reevaluate that relationship. Um, I definitely don't think friends have to talk every day that's not something I um I believe in um I feel like if y'all good friends you know y'all can always pick up where y'all left off you know y'all ain't gotta good morning good night good evening all that I don't think y'all have to do that and I mean some people do I mean you know it, it to each its own but me as a male and my my other male friends, as far as I know, we don't hit each other up every day. We don't have to because we know we're doing stuff. When we want to hang out, we'll hit each other up. We know how to re- we know how to uh, communicate like that. But um, you know that's those close knit friends that you're able to you know bring up personal stuff. You're able to sit them down. You know, and um, they're able to add to your life. You know, they're, it's almost like, you know, uh, you don't need them, but you need them. You feel me? So um, they, the, they the squad. So you, they, the, they the homies. You already know how it is. Um, then we moving on to the, the next type of friends, which is the, the I don't want to call them distant friends, but... Um, You know, they're the friends that you may not see every day or you may not hang out with often. But, you know, you can hit them up if you, you know, if if y'all need to talk those there, those those type of friends. Then there's the friends that don't really add nothing to your life. I know we got a couple of friends in our life that we like. I really need to cut dude off like. Oh, I really need to cut uh old girl off because she ain't doing nothing for my life. You know, she our uh you know our lifestyles don't correspond, we don't mesh, but they just here. You know, a lot of us have relationships like that, friendships like that, excuse me, and we just allow that person to take up space in our lives. Um we could have leeches as friends. I mean, it all depends. But um, are you that type of person 
that is able or able to tell the difference, able to separate yourself from what you don't need and, you know, give yourself what you need. Me personally, I like to surround myself with people um, who are going to basically compliment me or, you know, correspond with me. You know, I can't I can't hang around um, heavy drinkers and smokers if that's not what I do. You feel me? Um, I'm too I'm too old personally to try to play this fitting game. I never was the type to play it. But, you know, a lot of people are still trying to play that fitting game. I feel like definitely that was something in high school that we did um, because we were finding ourselves. But now we in our 20s, you know, oh, yeah, yeah my birthday is uh, Wednesday. So um, if y'all got something for me, um, put it in my inbox. But anyway, uh, uh, like I was saying, I feel like we too old. We too old at this point to be trying to fit in. You may be still trying to find yourself as a person, like as in like career wise or what your purpose in life is. But as in like finding your type of friend, um, I definitely feel like you need to be yourself at this point. Um, so like I was saying, I, I like my friends to uh, to, you know, correspond with with what I got going on. Um, you know, I want supportive friends. I want friends I could I could talk to if I need to. I need friends that I can come to because I know, um, you know, one day I may need something from them as well as they need something from me. And all my homies know if I got it, then I'm going to give it. If I ain't got it, I can't give it. And, you know, vice versa, same with them. So uh, we pretty much on the same level. And I hope everybody has friends like that. And I encourage you guys if you guys are in toxic friendships, um, get away from that. Honestly, get away from that because it's not going to do anything for you, but drain you. It's toxic. And um, we've all had situations like that where we didn't necessarily want to let that person go because we like that person. We know um, they weren't necessarily good for us. And this this goes for relationships, too. Um, we know a person's not necessarily good for us in the situation that we in, but we still continue to to keep them there. You know, so y'all I encourage y'all to start start dissecting people. I mean, they definitely not going to change. So you got to change your environment. You got to change that circle around you because that's what you're capable of. That's in your power. So do that. Um, I guess we could dip in relationships too since we we didn't connect the dots so um, yeah relationships man do I got some stories for y'all with relationships um, let me just start with the bad y'all cause we've all had bad relationships but also we didn't know the relationship was bad. Either we didn't know it, we denied it, and we just stayed in our filth. 
whatever it was, we knew it was bad. You know, we couldn't see it, but we felt it. Other people was telling us. But y'all, I, I've had a couple. I tell y'all one in uh, particular. I was with this female and I was in, um, what was it, high school. Um, and it started off good. I met her at church and, you know, that, I mean, that always seems like a plus. Y'all can't lie to me and say that y'all haven't met a girl at church and y'all thought she was the one because y'all met her at church. She was reading the Bible and God just told me, I don't think so, but yeah, I met her at church and, uh, you know, we hit it off well. She definitely was feeling a brother before a brother even can, you know, really pay attention to her. But, you know, I had it like that. No, I'm playing. But, um, yeah, uh, so me and her got together, you know, and it started off good as all relationships pretty much do as far as I know. But as it progressed, things began to rumble, crumble, and I I was aware of it, but, you know, I was nonchalantly sweeping it under the rug, and this female in particular, nobody in my life, friends, family, brother, mother, uh, Nana, um, Nobody liked her. Everybody had something to say about her. Um, you know, negative, just negative. When she came around is when, you know, everybody would disperse. Everybody wouldn't be want to be around me because I was with her, which was crazy. This is like the first time I've ever experienced that in my life. But um, there was one situation where... Dang, it's so many situations with her. But it was one situation where uh, um, I remember this was like our first official date. It was near Christmas. And uh, I I was in high school, y'all. So don't expect me. I wasn't driving. But we met up at the mall. Well, before we met up at the mall, I was getting my parents to drop me off. I had my little Christmas money, so I thought I was smooth. I thought I had the drip, and uh, I was supposed to meet her there at a certain time, but my parents was lagging. Like, my parents was the type of parents is like, okay, that's your engagement. I still got to do stuff. I still got stuff to do, so you're going to have to wait. So um, I'm on the phone letting her know what's up. You know, whoopty whoopty wop. My parents is, uh, you know, they taking their time. They still got stuff to do, letting her know, like, yo, chill out, because, you know, it ain't my car, it ain't my time. But um, this didn't sit well with her. She was the type, like, if it ain't going her way, she causing hell. She's causing hell. So, um, you know, she going up on me on the phone while I'm, you know, in the back seat and. I'm not aware that my parents can hear it. You know, I'm just, you know, doing facial expressions, trying to keep calm. You know how you always trying to make your significant other, you know, you never trying to shed the bad light on her. You always trying to, 
know, keep the spotlight on her. Not trying to make her look bad in front of other people, but, you know, I like I said, I wasn't aware that my parents could hear the phone call, and she's going up, like, and I'm not talking about yelling and screaming, just that, but she's yelling, screaming, cursing, and um, she low-key, nah, let me not say low-key, she disrespected my parents, and, you know, that wasn't right at the time, but did I check or no? And I'll be honest with y'all. So, um, you know, uh, that situation happened. You know, I finally got to her, you know, calmed her ass down. And um, that night ended up in tragedy because I had another female hit me up on a date. You know, it was a dumb move. I texted the female at the at the table while we were having lunch old girl had she was a flash because she snatched the phone right out my hand but um yeah that night ended um and i don't know when my parents decided to tell me but uh it was it was one of them days where they was like oh i don't they just their energy towards her was just off and um they tried multiple times to give her chances um but it just didn't work out um it was crazy this situation is crazy i got so many stories um there was even a situation where um damn i was in the car with my dad i just had finished hanging out with her and she uh she had just broke it down to me she had just broke it down to me that, you know, she was still feeling her ex. And is it possible to have an open relationship? I can't make this shit up. This was crazy, y'all. Um, and looking back on it, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I still, why was I still in that? But, um, but. Yeah, she had asked me, she had asked me, is it okay to have a, can we have an open relationship? And at that time, I was young, I didn't know what an open relationship was. And she was like, where I could be with him, you know, and be with you at the same time. And I was like, fuck no, that, that's not gonna fly with me. Hell nah. Not with A.A. Ron, you can't do that. What is mine is mine. But, um, like, I was young. Like I like I said, y'all, and you know, it kind of turned me off. I was kind of hot. I was like, "Go to him, man! Like you got it." And my dad had picked me up, and I told my dad about it. One thing when I was young that I didn't, I tried to avoid doing. Like I said, I always tried to keep her in the spotlight, so I didn't want to necessarily tell my parents what happened. You know, what situations happened with me and her. Because I didn't want them to get a bad idea of her and get the, you know, get a negative thought process of her. But um, one thing I could tell y'all is when a person, a person in your life is bad for you, there's nothing you can do personally to, you know, clean up their mess. Because it's almost like, well, it is. It's like you cleaning up after somebody or you cleaning up and somebody's right behind you messing up what you cleaned. 
and you're just it's a repeating cycle so it's never gonna work so um yeah we rolling home me and my dad rolling home that night and i tell him what what happened and uh she calls me she calls me while i'm in the car with my dad and um she's basically like you know saying apologizing um she's she wasn't crying but she was you know doing a little simp shit talking about um i'm sorry you know i don't want to do that or whoop-de-wop i don't remember necessarily what she said so my dad was coaching me as we was in the car you know the og was coaching me and um you know um he was telling me what to do and uh i followed instructions but i still continued to stay with her so um there was a situation skipping ahead y'all it's a lot but i don't want to have y'all ears for like a whole bunch of hours because it's a lot but um there was a situation where i was at school and i don't know for me and her i felt like the the um the relationship was going good but i was at school one day and i so happened to see um a message pop up and it was her and uh this time like i would we were really in the facebook um it said she had changed her uh, profile picture or background picture and i go in there and i look and i see that she in the bed with her ex or he at her house or whatever and this shit set me off like i was in sixth period like hot like ready to sock somebody's socks off but um you know i try to find it and look at it again but i realized um she blocked me or something she had unfriended me or blocked me and i hit her up i'm texting her like yo what is this like am i really seeing you know my eyes deceiving me am i really seeing this and she's just like oh let it go just let it go and I'm like, excuse my language, y'all, but I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? Let it go. Me and you were just in a relationship. But um, she ended up going back to her ex. And it was just, it it was devastating because just the way it happened, just out of osmosis, like, I was killed, y'all. She killed me over. I was like, this bitch did it. Excuse my language. She's not a bitch. But at that time, she just felt like the the meanest bitch ever. But um, I was hurt. And I think it went on for about a month. She was back with him. And I was starting to get back in my stride. And um, it was one day. Uh, one Sunday, I was at church. I was cooling. And then I see her walk in. Then boom. She walked in. She sat next to me or she sat across from me. And um, she was trying to get my attention. And I was kind of like just just ignoring her because I knew whatever whatever it was she was trying to get my attention for. You know, I was done. Like, you, you did me dirt. So how can I, how can I even respond to that? 
Like you did me dirt, female. Like what you what you what you think? You think I'ma just love you again? I ain't got love for you. you only got love for the streets. But anyway, y'all, um, she's trying to get my attention. And I know this female to this day. I'm not gonna say her name, but um this female um that was on the other side of me, she was like, yo, you better than that. Like, you deserve better than that. And now I know to this day that that was a message, y'all. Message? I should have got it. Like, I should have understood what the other girl was saying. Like, and I should have, you know, approached her like, yo, like, you trying to give me better? What you what you mean? I, I mean, I could have misconstrued it, but that's what I felt at that time. I was like, oh, you talking about better? Are you better? Are you the angel speaking from heaven right now? But um, she finally get my, no, what she does to get my attention, she storm out and she go down the steps. And what does my dumb ass do? Y'all probably got it right. Good answer, Steve. Good answer. I went after it. So, um, so, um, and I also hope she hear this so she can tell her side of the story because she probably gonna lie and I'm not. But anyway, so she goes down the steps. I follow her. And um, I'm basically playing like the cold shoulder. I'm like, so what's up? Like, why are you mad? You know, you you left the nigga. You left the nigga to freeze, die to death. Like, you left the nigga. Like, I was hurt. And she was, you know, I'm sorry. And one thing that uh, this female did that kind of grinds my gears to this day and um i definitely avoid it now or i try to the best way i can she's very seductive so when there's a situation that she wants to get away from or she doesn't want to face she starts to seduce you and like i said i was young um i i i mean I liked it. So she starts seducing me and, you know, trying to kiss up on me. I think I hold her back. And some words was exchanged. But ultimately, y'all, it ends up in me going back up there and me holding hands with her. Y'all could call me dumb. I accept it. Y'all could call me stupid. I accept it because I already didn't call myself that. But, um, like I said, there's so many stories. But... I'll say the rest for another day. But uh, me telling you this is just giving you examples of this was a toxic relationship. Throughout that relationship, you know, there were situations, things happening that were going wrong. And there was people telling me that I'm changing. Like there was one. Um, there was one lady that didn't know me well. I felt like she didn't know me well enough to make the um the assumption that i'm i've changed but the the truth of the matter is that i have i I was changing because ultimately because of her and you know you don't want to listen to nobody else you don't want to listen to uh friends family um you just want to think like y'all tripping y'all tripping y'all tripping like she can't change me like 
but ultimately you are being changed you just can't see it because you're on the inside looking out but everybody's on the outside looking in so um and I remember throughout that whole relationship when I was going through that stuff I was I would I would just be hours on end just asking God like yo if this female ain't the right female for me um and I remember this prayer off the back of my head um I, I I told God I was like God if this female ain't the female for me I said tell me show me in a way that I can comprehend because y'all know how God works God God works in mysterious ways and God always wants you to get the bigger picture he ain't just gonna give it to you like oh she bad for you nah he's going to give it to you in a way that you're learning from it so um and I told him like okay if I don't get that sign then I'm gonna just stay with her and it wasn't until after I got out the relationship with the female that I saw all the signs clear as day and I was like wow wow that was it and it upset me so much because I felt like I've wasted my time and this is where I've adopted this this uh this mindset of no relationship is a wasted relationship um my mindset now is each and every relationship that I've been in has taught me something has you know taught me to um taught me to you know know what I like in in a woman know what I don't like in a woman what I can handle what I can't handle so it it basically builds a list for you of negatives and positives and based off this list that I've created based off the the women I've been with or dealt with and it doesn't have to be uh a one to two year three year four year five year relationship it could be women you deal with you know on a basis or you was talking to or whatever the situation may be you know you want to build your list okay like I like this from her so I want to see that in my next one or you know it gives you the ability to pick and choose and I, I what I personally feel like it builds my list so when I get that that one, it's like, okay, this is it. Like, she's covering a lot of my positives. Yes, she has some of my negatives, but I can deal with it. So, um, y'all know, I, like I said, no relationship is a wasted relationship. You know, we, I feel like, you know, you know, we just get that mindset of, oh, I hate this person or, you know, I, I that was a bad relationship. Yes, it might have been. But what did you get out of it? Because if you didn't get something out of that relationship and it was a bad one, it's just going to cycle back around. Whatever you didn't learn the first time is definitely going to come back around and try to hit you again with the same shenanigans the same shenanigans to see if you learn from the first time so remember that y'all like just remember that little concept if you didn't learn it the first time 
look look for it the second time. And if you if you catch it the second time, kudos to y'all. Y'all learning, y'all own it. But um, even even the good relationships do the same thing. Um, I know you know we had relationships where it felt like it was the best, like things was good, but somewhere somewhere along the lines, y'all y'all lost it you know something died down or something didn't work out or whatever the situation may be I say that a lot but whatever it may be don't take it as a loss you know take what you learn from it and try to put it towards the next the next relationship it's just my positive just my positive outlook on things and I look on relationships that I've been in like I've always wanted to take something out of that because if I spent that significant time in a relationship best believe I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get something out of it I'm not gonna leave empty-handed trust me I'm not and um this leads me into the question of asking you guys you know, what do you value? What what do you value or what do you long for in relationships? And not just like the, the basic things like uh like oh um I want loyalty. Like okay, everybody wants loyalty. And I mean not everybody's loyal, but you're definitely gonna get loyalty. Maybe in the first six months, if that person isn't loyal, they they can hold their addiction off for at least six months. But, you know, more of the more of the things that go beyond just the basic things. Um, you know, just think about that, like, OK, what do I want? What do I long for in a relationship? You know, and not saying it has to be, you know, your perfect thought of a perfect relationship but some things that would be a breath of fresh air that you may not may not have experienced with somebody that you've been with so I say one of my things is communication and the type of communication because you know I'm not talking about that basic communication like oh um you know if I text you, hit me back with a text. Not that. I'm talking about um, the communication that makes us inseparable. Inseparable. Um, excuse me. Um, that type of communication to where I've had situations in my relationships, and I'm pretty sure we all have, where, you know, we've had haters. We've had people that didn't like us to be with that certain person. And it just didn't sit with them right. It made their skin crawl. And they've done things. They've done things to try to to mess y'all up, to separate y'all, whatever it is. I always say, if you're going to tattletale on me, at least tell the truth. I mean, because I don't want you to tattletale and be telling no lies. But there's there's been situations like that in my relationships to where somebody who who's not feeling us may say something just to hit the right chord with the other person in the relationship or possibly even you 
and you automatically you know turn into like okay you did it you are automatically are accusing your other of doing whatever this person has said instead of instead of assessing the situation thinking about it you know assessing the situation and try to bring it toward to that person you know in a calm manner because you're you're innocent until proven guilty is what you should be but um if you already come with the energy then you know you're already receiving a reaction also with friendships i was telling my friend the the other day a couple weeks ago like um it's all about communication because if i say so-and-so did this or so-and-so said i did that and you come with me with the energy my reaction is automatically to come with the energy back but if i come to you in a respectful way and be like yo Look, this is what so-and-so said, and I'm asking you to confirm, is it true? And I've always, I told my, um, I told my ex, my most recent ex that, um, you know, if you bring it to me like that, then even if I'm compelled to lie, I, I feel like I have to give you the utmost respect and tell you the truth. If I did what you what it said I did, because it's just you don't you don't see that people are so built off reactions nowadays that, you know, the situation ends up getting out of hand because, you know, it was too much energy brought into the situation. You know, we don't know how to self-control. You know, everybody got anger issues. And I mean, it's just not called for. I mean, if somebody says something to you, you know, think about it. Do what you got to do. Take your five to ten minutes and address whoever address, you know, that person. Ask them. Get the info if it's true or not. Then maybe, you know, try to close it in a way that, you know, OK, so and so didn't say this. Or let's figure out why, you know, why she said that. That's that's how I am. You know, as a male, um, I'm definitely a person who likes to solve problems. I'd rather solve problems than talk about them. Like, okay, let's get down to it then. But that's what I, I, the type of communication I long for is that communication that we're we're so tight that nobody can uh, break us apart. Because, okay, I know, I know that, you know, my girl wouldn't do this. Or she said, I know my mans wouldn't do this. And, you know, she asked, confirmed, get the 411, you know, and we good. But we've got to learn how to stop reacting. Energy is so easy to come by. And when you give somebody the energy and they get the energy, they're going to want to give it back. Then it turned into a whole situation that was blown out of proportion over a lie. So um, that's one of the things I long for in my relationships. Um, another one, I, another thing that I long for and that in my relationships um, I've seen it lack is affection. 
I don't want to make the assumption or I don't want to make accusations that females have problems um, showing affection. But the females that I personally dealt with, you know, didn't show affection in a certain type of way. And by affection, I'm not I'm not talking about I'm not talking about sex like, oh, give me a hit or, you know, find on my balls or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like affection, like showing love. You feel me? Like showing love, you know, whatever the case may be affection you know that real affection and um y'all it's it's not it's it's okay for a man to want affection you know it's natural it's not that oh we too manly to be shown affection and you know we don't have to be shown affection me as a as a man and a male i like affection I like love going back and forth like that. It's just dope to me because it it it, it goes beyond words. You feel me? We always want to back words with action. If we can't do that, shit ain't real. And that's just that's just that's my opinion. But if you can't back words with action, then you don't need to be saying shit. You just need to hush. But um, in my relationships, I've had problems with the female showing affection. Um, One of my exes, um, she said that, you know, she didn't know how to show affection. And um, at first, you know, I let it slide. I was like, okay, okay, okay. You know, you know, she probably didn't see that in her life. You know, she probably didn't see. You know, a lot of mom and dad showing affection or, you know, just an affectionate lifestyle she didn't grow up a, grow up with. But me, I grew up with both of my parents. My my parents were always affectionate towards each other. So that's ultimately what I long for in my relationships and in the future with wife and, you know, all that. But um, I remember a, a specific specific situation where me and her were talking about the things that you know we wanted to see more of out of each other and she said communication for me and I said affection for her and that's when she's she uh you know she told me oh I don't know how to show affection um and like I said I let it slide but the more I began to think about it it began to irritate me simply because I saw it as an excuse because I could have easily said if you think about it this way y'all I could have easily said easily said that oh I don't know how to communicate but should you let me slide on that no if I don't know how to communicate properly then I need to learn So we definitely need to put forth an effort to, you know, to attempt to fulfill each other's needs because it's not fair. If I if I'm attempting to fulfill your need, put an effort in it and you're not doing you're just making excuses for what I want you to do. So um, I don't know. And it 
it started to cross my mind because, like I said, it was in more than one relationship. I'm like, do women have problems showing affection or do they not want to show affection or are they just takers and not givers? So it definitely, if if the ladies hear that, y'all could definitely chime in and, um, and uh, you know, give me your opinion or, you know, tell me what it is. Because I'm just trying to figure out, like, yo, what's up? Because to me, affection is a definite, a definite need. Like, that's mandatory in a relationship, both ways, going both ways. Like I said, because that backs the that's that backs the words, that's action to back the words. So um, definitely, females, give me your opinion on that, because I'm trying to know what's up with the sisters, because they be tripping, tripping. And I'm not gonna say we don't be tripping, tripping, but y'all be tripping, tripping. But y'all, it's it's so many aspects to relationships. Relationships is such a big, just a big, um, big subject, big topic, because so many people have experienced different things in their relationship, different type of feelings, different type of, uh, you know, just different, different, I don't know, different stuff in general, you know, um, there's different definitions of love. Um, affection, communication, there's just, everybody has their own opinion of it, and, um, mine is, you know, just, just very minute, you know, into the large, vast spectrum of what everybody else has been through, you know, I could give you my, my, uh, perspective on it and what I think about it all day, but, you know, that's just a small percentage of what relationships are on. So y'all, um, I'ma put this to a close. I just want y'all to, uh, just listen to it, you know, build up your opinion. Definitely let me know if y'all need to DM me. Um, I can get you in the next the next uh podcast because like i said y'all i'm a person that loves to listen i just love to listen to the different you know different types of mindsets different types of uh thought process and how you assess your situation or what you've been through and what makes you different than me y'all that's what it's all about it's not about just you know sticking to what you believe and what you think is right Nah, open your mind up, you know, um, be an open mind thinker, you know, long for that knowledge, that understanding, that 360, you feel me? So long for it, you know, like I said, I love to listen to people talk their opinions. I want to pick their brand. Why do you think that way? How did you start thinking that way? Or, you know, what situation occurred to make you think that way so it's 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 a lot y'all and as we keep going in this podcast we're gonna keep growing so i can get more opinions y'all can get more opinions so um y'all like i said as as i'm closing um i'm trying i'm gonna try to do this podcast 
every Sunday. I might switch up the days every Sunday and maybe Wednesday, but I know Monday, I might switch it to Monday because I always have Monday off and I'm like almost doing nothing on Monday, but uh, I play basketball later in the day, but uh, I'm going to try to do it every, I'd say Sunday and I'll try to do it Wednesday. Every Sunday and Wednesday. Hopefully that works. So it's like. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But y'all. If y'all haven't followed. Black Market's Instagram page. Please do that at Black Market. 0275. Y'all. We got some comedy skits on there. Um, We got a lot of stuff. You know. I got a lot of stuff coming up. Y'all, my mind is always working. If y'all want to collab on anything, hit me up, y'all. I may not have the clout, but, you know, that's not what it's all about. We can get it regardless. Um, If y'all got ideas or, you know, you want certain topics to be uh, discussed in the podcast, hit me up, y'all. Communication is key. Like, I want to hear y'all voice. You feel me? I want to see y'all participation. So keep it going, y'all. I appreciate everybody, like I said in the beginning, who uh, listened to the first podcast. This one may be a little bit longer. Um, Y'all know I like to talk. I may be rambling. But um, y'all have a good night. Make sure y'all follow, follow, listen. Subscribe to the YouTube as well. Um, communicate y'all unite and y'all have a good night and peace yep yep and I got my good friend Ty on the line. Say what's good. How you guys doing? And you know, this is just, you know, us gonna have a, a good old podcast. Us. Us. <laughs> yes. Good old podcast. You know, um, I guess we could free topic it. Um, you know, I'll be talking a lot. So we can get whatever y'all gonna say on here. So, what y'all want to talk about? Oh, oh, you know what? First of all, I can start with this. I can start with this. So, um, the other day, uh, my mom, she um, she went down to the breakfast area, and she um, she saw um, this black female with her kids, and the female was in, like, some booty shorts, tank top, basically like her her bed clothing and so uh, so what was you saying no go ahead and so um 
when she came back, she came back and my mom was going up. Like, she was just complaining, complaining, complaining. To the and, lady or just to you? No, nah, to us. Okay, I, okay. <laughs> you know, I usually, I usually, you know, just let her have her little tantrum, but something in me told me to say something. So I decided to say something to her. And um, I told her, I was like, yo, if it upset you that much, bothered you that much, that, you know, she was wearing that, why don't you say something? Because my, my perspective is either say something or shut up about it. So basically, be the solution, not the problem. Exactly. Right? Okay. Then my Nana gets involved. You know, my Nana, um, I'm just going to put it like this. She knows, she thinks she's always right. So she gets into it and she um, basically is going up talking about um, the generation, my generation don't have respect and, um, you know, saying stuff like, you know, she would my mom wouldn't be able to go up to the woman and, uh, you know, say anything about her clothing. But I was just like, why are you putting that much energy into it? I think she's putting that much energy into it because it's a representation of something, of someone, you know, um, depending on who you are and how other people, I guess, uh, reflect you um, mm -hmm. in a way. Um, I mean that because I feel the same way. I feel like uh, it's an appropriate attire that you should wear, especially when you're with your kids because you are a representation of, you know, um, number one, if she was black, I'm black, you represented me as a black mm -hmm. female, you know, so I definitely want you to come um, appropriate. <laughs> uh, so I can understand a frustration. I also feel like there is a lack of respect um, in this current uh, or upcoming generation. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I'm an 80s baby, so you know, we have, we, we were the last, we are the dying breed <laughs> of respect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know what the definition of respect is. And um, it's sad to say, but, you know, you definitely show respect in the way you dress. And that's uh, how much respect you have for yourself. Um, and it is true that you can't go up to people and tell them the truth. I always ask this question to people, how come I can't tell you the truth? And they never understand what I mean when I say, you know, how come I can't tell you the truth? What I mean is the raw truth, meaning if I don't like something or not necessarily like something, but if I see that you can do something differently, why can't I come to you and tell you that without you being offended? Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean it out of respect. So I get where your mom and your Nana was coming from. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like we should be able to um, you know, just sisterly or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, however, woman to woman, just come to and just see see where someone's mind is, what her perspective mm -hmm. is, because sometimes people dress that way because they feel comfortable. They, they like their body and they want to express themselves in that way, which is fine, you know, because you are allowed to identify and express yourself however you choose, but at the same time, um, you, you gotta have a little bit more class with it. You know, I don't even know what they're yeah, wearing, I, but I can just <laughs> imagine if your nana and your mom, you know, mm -hmm. had a I, uh, <laughs> You wanted to say something, Justin? No, go ahead. 
um like i was agreeing with her i my thing was i was just like she's really putting a lot of energy into it and i mean why are you putting your energy into it and she had asked me a question she was like okay if you see something that you don't like or you disagree with are you um are you gonna speak up about it and i told her yeah like that i'm that type of person like if something's bothering me to that extent where it's like on my mind i'm gonna say something about it and um you know that's just how i am i just didn't like how she was giving energy to the situation then she started attacking the generation i'm like whoa 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 mama like hold up monthly breaks and i mean i understand you know this generation um well she used the word millennial millennial so um i felt attacked (laughs) but um i understand you know we there's a lot of morals that we've lost and you know we're kind of like the rebellious I mean, not everybody's like that, but, right. you know, there is a handful that are, but, but go uh, ahead, go ahead. But I, I it's kind of like what Ty said, but I get why she went up, because you got a whole generation that's consistently not only being disrespected, but disrespecting themselves. And not only that, that segues kind of interrelationship because you going out there looking any type of way and you want people to uh, respect you and you got people out here begging for respect but they don't want to give it you don't even want to look the part so at some point like when people complain about like oh like she always on me because like what I'm wearing I'm wearing booty shirt that goes the same that transfers to everybody else you meet so now you go run into a guy and you wearing the same stuff that you wore you know to breakfast on the counter with the booty shorts and I like I said I don't mind booty shorts I don't mind none of that but but I feel like there's a preference like there's definitely a preference um and when I say there's a preference, meaning someone likes that, someone likes her in booty shorts. I'm pretty sure you said she had a baby with her. So, I mean, someone's laying with her. So there's there's always a preference because if you think about demographics, <clears throat> um, I don't really know where you were, but uh, there's like, you know, like birds of a feather flock together in a sense mm-hmm. like that. So the people that's around her, um, even her parents to go that far, you know, sorry, but just to go that far, because I really feel like it's not necessarily the generation, it's who raised the generation, because they didn't just pop out and say, oh yeah, this is how it's going to be. They they were taught this, they learned these behaviors, they learned this style of clothing, you know, it, it was all learned behavior, um, but I'm kind of digressing. Um, but there is a preference so someone like that someone thinks that's appealing someone is you know complimenting her but when it comes to like the older generation like my auntie my great auntie or something like that that's gonna disgust them because number one they wasn't raised that way mm-hmm. number two they're seeing over the years how it's progressively getting worse and it's it's at this point it's upsetting you know, it's no longer sad. It's no longer, uh, you know, like I'm a pray for you. Now it's just, it's just, you know, getting to the point where it's like, dang, like 
what are we teaching our gener- the next generation how to what be disrespectful to themselves you know what are we teaching them so at this point it's, it, it becomes um, upsetting so I, I definitely can understand their frustration but then at the same time you got your mom and your nana being frustrated but you have other people that's kind of encouraging this this style you know and we can even uh talk about where she got the style from because you know when you're watching tv are you like strolling through instagram or mm-hmm. whatever the influence. You, you see you see these things you know you see the yeah. the short shirts and the you know and 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 it's it's really like more power to you to a certain extent like for me i have a preference right i feel like if i wear shorts then I can't wear a small little shirt. You know, it has to be something that covers me up a little bit, you know, or if I decide to wear like a, a shirt with no sleeves, then I might wear some pants or something a little bit longer. So, you know, it's kind of like leaving something for the mind to wonder, not necessarily like I want you to think about me, but you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Okay. <laughs> so I just think we need to be able to you know address those things but it has to be definitely in the in the right setting because you know you want to say that you know you speak your mind and you you're gonna say exactly how you feel but you know in my 31 years of living i've learned that you choose your battles you can't say everything you don't have to say everything you know mm-hmm. there's a time and there's a place for every situation for every circumstance so in that sense yeah it frustrated your mother and your nana but I think they did the right thing by not confronting them because you just don't know how far that would have went. Especially if you said that they were so upset, you know, mm-hmm. the way they would have came off could have been um, aggressive, you know, abrasive. So, you know, you got to choose your battles, especially when you know how passionate you are uh, or passionate you are uh, about something. So, you know, that's basically my take on it. Um, how do you change that though how do you change the narrative there there definitely wow. has to be a way uh to change it because the thing, go ahead thing is it takes four or five generations to change what happened unfortunately us in the black community we have an issue where when things change we change quick but when it's time to recorrect stuff we're very slow in general, it takes five, four to five generations to change the, that's what, a hundred years more, a hundred something more. So, but the thing, like I said in the beginning with us, when it comes to hurrying up and going with the times, we're quick. When it comes to try to reverse some of that stuff to the good parts to course correct it, we're very slow. So the fact is, like now that we're on this, this what booty shorts, everything, some some generation. Now it's gonna take us longer to get back because we've gotten so used to it now. And it started with mom and dad. The problem is, their generation don't want to admit that either. They want to, oh well, you guys messed it up because y'all took things further than we did. It doesn't matter. You started. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. I think. 
I don't really know where it came from, honestly, because like I said, I was born in the 80s and I think one of you guys were born in the 80s. I'm not sure, but I can go back. To We're 90s, baby. Okay, so boom. I'm not too. Okay, so so here we so here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm the closest to you. Okay, and- well, well, I'm gonna just say this because I can I can remember when I, I i really don't know where this started um because when i go back and i think about like my music videos you know when we had the nellies the air force ones and stuff like that you know the girls were regular they were regular they had regular uh body parts you know it was natural, <laughs> it, was natural. it was all natural you know what i'm saying and the way they dressed it wasn't too provocative like you know he wasn't seeing all the curves because they didn't didn't have too many curves and then you know when um people start coming out and getting bigger you know around the places that they needed to get bigger and uh it started to become a trend and you know how trends are people catch on really quick you know Mm -hmm. like like you said um and then things really just started to change drastically for the new generation um and i think that's where we are now it was just uh maybe it was you know kids having kids Mm -hmm. And not really and, being able to grow up themselves because when you're a child raising a child, what you know, you know. So I feel you on that. I mean, as, technology also helps. Yeah, oh, that. definitely, definitely. Because who? When we talk about technology, I just talking to you guys are like babies for real. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, technology is crazy. We used to have to go to the payphone. You used to have to page me, but you know. Um, I probably don't know nothing about that, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) But it 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 definitely you guys were exposed just generally, you guys were exposed to way more uh than we were and quicker. So with that, that took an effect, you know, that definitely had yeah, uh, and it's a lot to digest, mm -hmm. honestly. I think so too. But I think it really it really got us when we lost like those values and those morals like a lot of people don't have that they don't know what self-respect is and it just comes with like loving themselves you know when you love on yourself or when you love yourself um it allows you to look at yourself differently and know your worth because when you know your worth and i'm sorry to say i just feel like it's just certain ways you won't you won't look you won't act you you won't say you know Mm -hmm. um and, and we we've lost that uh, as as women, you know, and yeah. and it's definitely time to get it back. And I think the way to get things back like that, you have to be honest. You know, you you have to be honest and you have to be receptive to it. You know, um, it's a it's a such thing as a, a good criticism. You know, um, constructive criticism. Everything doesn't have to be a negative, you know. So if we can learn to look at things in a different perspective, then maybe our elders are able to come to us and just, you know, kind of politely access, you know, <laughs> uh, and and come. And I definitely feel like if you're gonna ask questions like that, because you gotta understand, you are talking about somebody, uh, you know, who they are, their identity. So you want to be careful when you do that so if you if you do decide to be honest like Aaron you said you like to be it's the way you got to approach things and talk to people so they can be receptive to what you have to say you know I think if we could bridge that gap maybe um maybe we can get we can get our women to look like nice young ladies <laughs> when they taking their kids to the park or something <laughs> <laughs> 
Can y'all still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, um so the second part to it. So Wait, what? There's, what so it's it's the same situation, but it also made me think too because I talked to this guy at work and I told him about the situation and I say he's a little bit closer to my nana's age or around that her generation and I had asked him because when I talk to my nana it's always usually and I'm wrong it doesn't even matter if I have uh, knowledge in that let me see if I can add it back on but it doesn't even seem uh, let me see if she get back on looks like anchor needs a little bit of kick alright guys can you guys hear me yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay. sorry about that something's it's wrong like- Yep, the app needs a little more work. Yeah, it definitely needs work because now I can see myself twice. Yeah, that's what I saw six of myself when I got on. Yeah, so what happens? Are you like doubling up or what? I don't know what's going on. Okay, we can hear you just fine. I mean, okay, so okay, so like I was saying, so um, like. As I was talking to my mom, you know, I said my nana hops in. And um, typically when I talk to my nana, um, it don't matter what the situation is, the uh, the conversation is, I can know more about it. I can know more about the subject, but she always tends to think she's right. And um, like that just leads me into the question and the topic of do you know, our elders, are they stuck in their ways? Like, can they be taught? Can the teacher be taught? Oh, well, I don't think so. I feel like, well, some of them, some of them, but for the most part, I feel like, no. I feel like they felt like they've been here. Um, They've been through way more than we have, which is definitely true. but sometimes they're not open for change although they want change although they uh you know they talk about it i don't feel like they're open to it especially when it comes to a millennial versus them you know they they feel Mm -hmm. like they don't have anything to learn when in fact they have so much to learn because it's a completely different generation and it's a generation that's down you know meaning you don't know a lot right now that like what's going on right now you know the times that you were here or you know you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. <laughs> so um a good teacher learns so it's it's one thing that my nana always says she always says it like when we going at it she's like oh experience wrote the book but one thing like I think about I'm like well you haven't experienced everything that I think I'm experiencing at this point I mean well then you should I, tell her she can't help you <laughs> I mean I definitely don't at want this, to say that at too. this point well, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, I'm being honest with you. Uh, if she if, if she's saying experience wrote the book and she's not open to listen to you, then therefore she's she's not open to learn because she's still stuck on that experience she had. Like, exactly. you can't help me. I'm not going through that. We I can't relate. You know, I think that's a uh, that's a barrier sometimes when people can't relate and they don't know how to relate because they're either not open to relate or, like you said, they just I don't know they have their own idea of what things should be and you can't change it. Well, you already know my opinion. Yeah, I don't. I with the generational thing. I really just think the older ones need to like learn that things do not happen the same way it happens do i believe that we need to listen to them and gain wisdom yeah but they're living they also have to understand they're living in a brand new world like you got technology where they having hard times trying to figure out how to even turn on a cell phone and they having like they still marching for certain issues like it's it's I just feel like it's a lot of things that need to be taught. I, I honestly believe we have a lot to be taught, but in the terms of teaching someone, I'm more talking about them because when it comes to them, they don't feel like they have to learn anything. And like, for example, I just use like the marching thing. Like when me and Nana got into it about the marching, she was like, well, that helped back in the day. I was like, it's not doing anything. Well, the thing like, is, well, the thing is, is back then it helped back in the days because it was it was strategic about the way they went about it. It wasn't just all over the place. Their mindsets were different. Our mindsets yeah. were different. You know, they go, they had an agenda. Someone was actually leading it. You know, mm-hmm. it was a difference. So I feel like that could help, but it has to be right. You know, yeah, I, you have to march was, for a cause. It can't just be because you're angry or just because yeah. everybody's doing it. This generation, they don't understand, or I'm sorry, they don't know how to think for themselves. You know? And I feel like um, we respond to more we respond to people who's more relatable, you know, who relates to our situation and what we're going through. I feel like that's when we start to open our ears because if your situation is similar to mine, you know, it, it it's almost like we can connect better, you know? Like, back then, I can't really connect too much to my Nana because, you know, she went through different hardships. I mean, I think that's what you... You need to relate to that the most, though, uh, back, back then. You know, I don't know how old your Nana is and I don't know what she's talking about, but I just feel like when it comes to that, that's the problem. Like, we need to... We need to get back to that. We need to understand the 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 root of it, the core of it, like why we need to be the way we are or the way we should be. You get what I'm saying? Why we need to have more self-respect, why we need to have our integrity and our dignity, you know, why we need to present ourselves a certain way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe we need to get taught things as well. You know, it needs to be a give or take, you know, that reciprocity. I agree, I agree. Because I mean, just listening to you and I feel like, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the middle because I was raised by my great grandma, I mean, my great aunt, 
which means she's kind of up there probably with your nana, you know, because that's my dad's auntie. <laughs> so, um, you know, just kind of being not necessarily raised by her, but, you know, my, my later teen years, I was around her and she taught me a lot of things. She taught me a, a lot of things about life and a lot of things about myself and um, just like my worth. And she, she gave me some, <clears throat> like, principles to live by. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was something that I that I needed to learn to develop myself, to, to get to know who I was. Um, so I wouldn't be, and I don't judge, I'm not judging, but it's just uh, the way I represent myself. I don't just represent me. I, I, I hope I'm representing the next girl that look like me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you run into. And that's my mindset. Uh, so I just think we just need to teach each other. You know, we need to teach our elders and our elders need to teach us. And we, we both have to be receptive to the teaching. Um, there was a, there's an NDI Reed song. It's, it's an old song. It said she wished that old people would talk to young people and basically vice versa. Right. And that is true. That's that's true. But you got to be open. You got to be open for it, you know, because honestly, if if a person don't listen to you, then you're most likely not going to want to talk to them or not want to listen to them either. It's like mm-hmm. a respect type of thing. Like, you know, you respect me. I respect you. So if you if you if you're willing to listen to me, then I'm willing to hear you. It's one of those things, mm-hmm. but you know, elders are like this, or older people are like this. Uh, do what I say and not as I do, you know? <laughs> I agree with that, I agree. <laughs> you know, they come, with the, they come with those things. Yeah. That's gonna shut it's, you all the way down. Whole, <laughs> it's a whole dictatorship, it ain't no democracy. Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I feel like if we can definitely bridge those gaps, man, we'll be good and your nana, and your mom, they don't have to get so upset, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll have that open communication, you know. And then we need to just help each other, you know. I try to, um, I try to tell people that in the nicest way as I can, you know. Like I said, I choose my battles. But if I see a window where you kind of like crack the window a little bit to where I can come in and make a, a comment and kind of like walk away you know then I'm mm-hmm. down for that um I know I was uh strolling through my snapchat and like random people follow me and I just so happen to follow a random person because I was thinking that the random person was a friend of mine right mm-hmm. and it happened to not be a friend of mine nonetheless she had posted up a post and the post was referencing someone else right mm-hmm. it says something like <clears throat> it says something like uh oh i i she was cursing but i'm not gonna curse she was like um i hate when i go buy something and um someone copies me and she went on this whole little rant about someone going to go buy something that she had so you know as i'm reading it i'm like i don't i don't see a problem with that because of course someone's going to have what you have they don't make one of what you have you know and Mm -hmm. if i like something that you have then i'm gonna go get it because i like it you know and i don't think that should be a problem so i told her i said well so you know i inboxed her and i said well i was like at least um 
at least they're copying you and you're not copying them. And I said, you should look at it like she's admiring you. Like she's not, you know, she's not really, Mm -hmm. she's admiring your style, you know? And then she was like, you know what? I didn't look at it that way. And I'm just like, you know, if we could just do a little bit more of that, you know, then maybe, maybe we can get through to people. You know, it's it's how you say things sometimes too. You know, if she can. That's true, but um, we just we live in a um, a world of individuality. You know. Yeah. If it's not me, then you know, then I'm not messing with it. What does and that mean? I don't understand that language. So, so I've talked about this in. Um, well, I actually uh, posted it on my Instagram. I posted a question. Should you support people who don't support you or support someone who doesn't support you? And it could be friends, family, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where, like, you know, if you think about it, a lot of people are individuals. They rather, you know, get their own and you know they don't want to give you the blueprints and i'm not saying you have to hand it out no but you definitely want to give the game back yeah (laughs) that's that's the point of getting the game like to give it back but i get what you're saying people are so hung on to them having it and no one else having it x y and z to the point where um they don't want to share and it sucks because especially in the black community you know in the black community we definitely are the the type of people that feel like we need to get it first and we need to be the only ones to have it because we need to be exclusive you know it sucks but that's that's the reality of our community you know that's true when it, it takes me it takes me black <laughs> To, it uh, takes you black. You I'm are. And it takes me back to, uh, to um, Black Panther when Eric Killmonger was talking to uh, T'Challa and all the uh, tribes. He was saying, y'all sitting here comfortable, you know? Right. And, and that hit home because it's like we see a lot of celebrities that's the same skin color as us. Right. Um, you know, they identify with us some may say they oh I'm Cherokee like hold on my nigga but you're black <laughs> but um they identify with us but they don't want to, All right. they don't want to help somebody out you know and that, to me that's a problem that's a big problem can't complain I'm like you gotta you gotta feed you gotta feed the nation you can't go out there kill the lion or kill whatever animal and don't feed the nation true I mean so that that's and that's what else we need to bring back I mean uh, it's just got ADLS but, huh? but a lot of people be hating on that too hating on what I can hear you uh, ADLS I've been repping that and I've been getting like a lot of side eyes but because if you brought up, remember you just brought up the Black Panther thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, Todd, do you know what ADOS is? No. Okay, go ahead and uh, elaborate on that, Justin. ADOS is uh, American descendants of slaves. So, like, for instance, like, I don't know if you 
if anybody's been paying attention, like how on this uh, election run, they've been trying to uh, talk about reparations and stuff like that. So a lot of people here in America, black people in America, have been saying like, for now on, like if we get reparations, it should only be for the uh, descendants of the Americans. Like, because you got a lot of people from other countries, uh-huh. other black people from different places, and they're directly from them places. And all they're saying is like, if you want reparations, you probably should go back and ask them for it. And it's like, we're getting a lot of hate for that. And that's why I said that uh, Black Panther analogy was true. You sitting up your conference. Like, you got a lot of people, as soon as, like, people start repping ADOS, now everybody want to be Pan-African. And Pan-Africanism, you guys know, is all black people from different cultures right. and different parts of the world mm-hmm. come together regardless and combine everything we know. And I used to be that way, but I'm kind of low-key stopping that because this situation has shown me that nobody want to be a Pan-African and still... Uh, American black people want to do their own thing. Now, well, this, this we is a whole other topic, like because you're getting a little deep now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I'm like, that's I, a whole other topic. Yeah, let's we'll say that for another. My bad. Yeah, because that's this gonna go a little deeper. No, 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 no. That's not. That's good. We want to table that. We definitely gonna table that and get back to that. Because uh, I have a lot of the opinions when it comes to that, especially when you touch on the American situation and all, all that. Um, but I know we were talking about relationships. But I mean, uh, well, I guess <laughs> the relationship between um, the new generation and the old generation. Um, but. Guys, I gotta kind of go, so I, we gotta either wrap it up or <laughs> I gotta make my exit. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, guys. Um, no problem. We can we'll continue a little bit long, and then like the next one, you can hop on. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Well, this is show, not mine. <laughs> well, both of you guys. Thank you. No problem. Bye to everyone. All right, you have a good night. Take care. Okay. Okay. So where are we hopping on now?